We have an amazing history. It's going to make you feel a part of what's going on. You'll understand a little bit more about yourself and how we're going to walk together as we walk with Jesus. Welcome to the Antioch New England Podcast. I'm Nikki Benoit, and I'm joined by Mark Buckner, Antioch New England Overseer and Antioch Brighton Lead Pastor. On this podcast, we're bringing you into conversation that will give you more context, a flavor of who we are and where we're going. We're so glad you're with us. Great. Well, good morning, Mark. How are you doing today? Good morning, Nikki. It's a beautiful day. Wow, I love the fall in Boston. It is a nice crisp day. We're looking out at the tree line, the city line. Mark, you know, sometimes I ask myself, what kind of questions do you get as lead pastor of uh, Antioch Brighton, as overseer of Antioch New England? I'm sure you get things that really range uh, the spectrum of questions Hit us with what a question you've been getting most frequently in this last season. Well, um, to, to date us for however long this podcast lasts, we're in the middle of a COVID season. A and global pandemic. People are under a lot of stress. And in the middle of that, one of the things they're trying to find for their own lives is vision. So again and again, this is like a wave of a season of what is our vision? And that's that's the most common question I'm asked right now. Mm-hmm. And so people are saying, what's our vision? What are we doing? You hear that. You have some canned spiel. You just start defining. This is this is what vision is, and, mm-hmm. and this is our vision. Well, I, there's times when I do that, <laughs> and I see a, a funny look come over people's faces, and I realize I'm not quite hitting the mark. Mm. They're, uh, they're, they're not, you're, you're I'm do, answering You're a, doing a mark, but you're yeah. not hitting the mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going, yo, they want me to tell them the amazing future we're going to be walking into. They want to hear our great plans. And uh, that's, that's somehow their, their face is starting to be, get a little downcast when I'm doing that. Huh, so they're saying vision, you're saying vision, but it's a little tomato-tomato deal. Mm-hmm. So if you start to notice when people are saying, I want vision, what they're, what they're actually, their hearts are, are needing and asking for, whether they realize it or not. Yeah, uh, people are asking different things. Hmm. And I, I used to take it as an insult, like, I talked on vision last week. What do you mean? What's the vision? You know, weren't you listening? But what... The, they're asking uh, during this time especially is they're looking for encouragement they're looking for comfort mm. they're looking for clarity and we feel more and more out there and alone than ever especially if you're single you're, you need reassurance mm. this is the government rules change but uh, disease is out there in this way that's, that's happening but this is going to be true in every season of life. We need comfort. And we have got high expectations from the government to protect us and give us clear expectations and rules. And sometimes that's what people are even asking that with a vision like, mm. what's the next step? Mm. How, are we, how are we going to get past this? Mm. Mm. So for all you pastors out there, and I'm saying pastors, I'm talking about 
life group leaders, people that are leading others, that are caring for others, someone comes to you and says, hey, what's the vision of Antioch or what, what, what's our vision? What are we doing? They might be meaning different things. Mm-hmm. And so it's your job to really listen and, and dig and help uh, those people actually figure out what are they needing if they realize it or not. So, Mark, I think we've got like a little a little list here. A little yeah. five. Everyone loves a good one, two, three, four, five. These are five things. Let's mm-hmm. go through. What are the five things people mm-hmm. could be actually asking and looking for when they're saying, what's the vision? Yes. Number one. Yep. Well, I'm going to, I'll list them all real quick and then we'll go back through them. That's great. So, the uh, first one is they're asking, am I okay? Are we going to be okay? The next number two is what's the plan? What are the details of the strategy? You know, what's what are the steps that we're taking? Uh, a third one would be, what's our theme? What's the prophetic word? What is God saying to us in the season? A fourth is, what are the values that we're committed to it's during this time of the, of this, the world has been peeled back of uh, the need for racial equity and justice? And they're saying, are, is that you? And then the last one I'm talking about right now, and we could probably make up others, is what's our inspiring statement? What's our tagline? What's the thing we're supposed to be selling to people? Mm, so what I get goes right, on the bumper sticker? Yeah, what, what's on the bumper sticker? And, and those are important. Mm-hmm. Those are significant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So number one, am I okay? You know, that a person's asking for vision, you need to, you need to start asking them questions. Mm. Hey, what's going on? Mm. What's motivating you? What do you... What, Ask, ask that in a different way. And so if it becomes clear that they're saying, I, I'm, in, I'm in a hard place, you know, I'm, not, I'm not doing well, then shift away from selling our bumper sticker <laughs> to saying, let's, let's talk. They're, they're, it's, it is a... Maybe they're just looking for the right words. Maybe it feels spiritual, like what's our vision, or you know, like I don't want to say, "Help me," I'm I'm trying to connect with you in some way. So, in that moment, if they're saying, "Are we going to be okay?" Then your job is to tie them back into Jesus and comfort, mm-hmm. and affirmation mm-hmm. that that they have a a Psalm twenty three shepherd that's caring for them, that knows their name. The second thing is, if they're asking what's the plan, what are details of the strategy, a lot of times I tie that into certain personality types. I was going to say, my people, what are the details? <laughs> the get it doneers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you guys talk uh, this pie in the sky stuff all the time. You know, what are we actually doing to help people? And what's the plan? And they want to know what the big plan is so that they are not going rogue. They don't want to, they want to fit into what's happening. They want to be confident. And so uh, they, they may see someone that they think that's not fitting the plan or going rogue and they don't want to be like that person. Now, uh, I, I usually have no problem with people going rogue, but uh, the, the details of the plan are things that we can refer back to. Like, okay, yeah, um, this is what we talked about. These are the steps. This is kind of the plan that we have for this fall. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're emphasizing. We're emphasizing 
Life groups is the heart of the church in this season. Now, uh, it may be that we don't have the step. And we can turn to him and say, what would you do? Help us make the step. Help us fill this out. We don't have this all sorted out. We need to work the plan. They're saying, how do I contribute here? Yes. And how do I stay in step with, yeah. with what you're doing? Yeah. And uh, instead of saying, prove yourself, they're actually saying, how can I help? The armor bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A third thing is, what's our theme or prophetic word? People want to be confident that our leaders have spent time seeking God, mm-hmm. that they've heard his voice, mm-hmm. that there's a word from the Lord that, that we're lining up with. We're not just using the last great concept or conference, but that we, this is based out of a rooted intimacy with Jesus. So, um, what's the word? What is God saying to us? And, and again, these can fall in line with certain motivations, certain personality types and others, but you're talking to an individual, so you need to find out who they are, you know, what, what, what do you mean? And, and what's the vision? They, and they may get down to, that. you know, is there a, is there some sense of a word? They use that phrase or something like that. Mm. And that's where we, you know, we, we should be able to answer that, especially at the big points of season transition. What is God saying to us? Mm. Then a fourth thing is, what are the values who are most committed to? What's our vision? In this season, a lot of people want to know, do we have a vision to deal with and speak out about racial injustice? Mm. And we say, yes, this is how we're, how we're approaching that. These are the plans that we have for that. This is why this is important to us, that we're, we're on the same page with you. And uh, they're, they're saying, do we see the rest of the body of Christ? Do we see the world like they see it? Are we in line in these ways? And so I, I, that's really important to be able to make sure for them, for each person to make sure that they know who we are before they commit. What's and we want us? them. Mm-hmm. We want people to walk in deep relationship with us. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last thing in this this uh, outline that we're talking through today is, what's our inspiring statement? Is What's the motivating tagline that we share on an elevator? These are people, again, it's a unique person that's saying, I want to sell this. Mm. I'm excited. How do we communicate crisply? And they're looking for something like this upward, inward, and outward vision of mm. we're loving God, sharing life, proclaiming Jesus. Mm. We're, we're, uh, uh, or they're, they're wanting something that, that has to do with a church planting vision, something significant about our purpose. And mm. uh, that, uh, you know, what's the statement on our website that's going to hook you and bring you in? Mm. And that person is saying, I, you know, I'm in, uh, but I, you guys need to do a better job of, of, uh, of having a tag. You need to do a better job of this. And, and again, help us do this. Mm-hmm. Right now, we, we have kind of short-term, medium-term, and long-term ways of answering those, those questions. Mm-hmm. I think you hit it a little bit as we were going through, but someone comes to you and says hey what's our vision they can be in very different places how do you keep drilling in to figure out what they're actually looking for and how do you give them what they're needing in that season well you ask them Mm. you know uh, so often when people ask us questions we think oh 
They're giving me a microphone. They're wanting me to talk right now. But really, they're wanting to be heard. And so we have to turn the, the conversation around and take the time to figure out what they're ask, asking. Are, are you thinking about them as you're answering these questions, or are you thinking about yourself? Are you thinking just about our church, kind of thinking about trying, oh, look, we got somebody new for the children's ministry. <clears throat> We've got somebody that can fill this role. I need an assistant leader. Wow. You know, uh, so all those things are valuable to connect people to. But is that what they're asking? And, and uh, do we have their best motives and intentions in mind? And I'd have to imagine that the same person could come to you and ask, what's our vision at different times? And they could be in different places, too. So one personality type, when they say vision, is not always, again, asking for the same thing. Oh, yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, different people are asking different things based upon who they are. They're asking them at different seasons of their life. But we're all looking for some type of alignment. Mm. We used to get that from our historic identity with organizations. Mm. Like denominations used to be enough. My parents were Baptists, Lutherans, Methodists, Presbyterians, Catholics. And so I have this, you know, this is what my, my grandparents did. This is, we have multiple generations in this. And there's a, a historic identity in that that makes you feel safe, makes you feel a part of something. And they see the denomination as their tribe. But this is rarely true anymore. Wow, our world is fragmented. And people are choosing their affiliation with this phrase of vision. Mm. They often don't know what they're asking, but they're looking for confidence, for security, for clarity, for some time, for the next three to five years of their life so they can commit. Mm. And the younger you are, the shorter your commitment time period that you're looking for. So don't don't always sell the 40-year plan mm. to a, a 20-year-old or an 18-year-old. You know, saying, hey, I'm thinking about moving in six months. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with your 40 you know, how years. Can you, how can we tie them in right now? What's significant to them right now? Mm. So you're telling me the questions you get asked as a pastor, actually your job is to flip it around and ask them some questions and really listen. Yes. This is... Um, you know, it's a little bit of a what would Jesus do? Maybe Jesus knows what they had for breakfast that morning. <laughs> but uh, maybe. <laughs> but there's a a sense of of loving people, of valuing them, putting them in the in the center that we have to get back in. And I, as a leader, so many times I can fall into a, oh no, I'm defending myself. I'm proving that we're significant. I'm proving that we've got something really great going on here. But what I need to do really is to value that person mm. and and also be clear about who we are and what we're doing. Mm. Because if, if they're not a fit, we wanna we wanna make sure that that they do find the place that they fit. Mm. We're not mm. sticking round pegs and square holes. We're saying we're looking for our tribe. They're looking for their tribe and we're looking for it too. Where mm. do you do you fit us? Do you there's something that attracted you here? What was that? Mm. Mm. Something that you're looking for. What is that? Mm-hmm. Something you're needing. Mm-hmm. What what is that? What's your what's your biggest need right now? What's mm-hmm. the how can I help answer these questions to get you to where you feel like you, you need to be going? Mm. That's so good. And so people can be asking you those different things, but 
uh, we're all about Jesus. How mm-hmm. do you think Jesus really <laughs> defined vision, transferred vision? People are coming to him saying, what are you doing? What are you about? How do we see him really doing that? And what does that mm-hmm. look like for us today? Well, this is why we're tied into the Word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, we get to go back and look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. We get to look at the, the apostles uh, living out life in the early church in the book of Acts. So what did Jesus do? And I like to say that um, Jesus uh, lived this 24-7 thing with, with a, a community of people. And it was actually m- many, many times more than just 12 mm. following him around. It was like a, a, a bus full of people going from city to city. And they saw everything that he did. They heard everything that he did. They felt what was happening. So uh, many times a, a definition of vision would be vision is something you see. But I like to say it's also something you smell. Hmm. When Jesus transferred his life, it was 24-7. He's, he, uh, they were around him, saw how the tone of his voice was. He saw how he responded to pressure. And yes, what he smelled like. I'm probably good that we didn't have that written down anywhere that everybody would be use, trying to create the Jesus fragrance but the the point is that he transferred everything that he was his words his heart his purpose and there was a big imprint that happened on the people's lives that were around him because it was tense it was full it was 24/7 so that's that's how Jesus transferred vision he didn't transfer it just by talking and so what does that look like for us here now, 2020, in the greater Boston area? Yeah, when I first moved to Boston, I people were saying, it can't be done here. It's too expensive. We're too busy. It takes too long to get places. You know, you've, you've got to move into the same neighborhood. Well, the closer we live together, the better some of the things things are. So I think there is a way that we... We can do this by sacrificing, moving people in to, it's a normal healthy thing. You need some roommates, you want a single living with a family, then that's one way to get the 24-7 in. But the basic point is that we need more surface area. We need more time and relationship with each other. It's not just these services that we go to. It's not a performance where we're all sitting in chairs facing in the same direction. That... Uh, in the last podcast, I talked about some of the principles behind the discipleship school, that and that uh, there's this fusion of leadership development, of the the training that has to come alongside of community, that has to come alongside of mission, and all of those things are giving us more connection points when we take trips together. That's real. It's a whole lot of connection points. <laughs> yeah, and you learn so much about how people deal with diversity, uh, with with complexity, and with disappointment. Can you say hi to them before coffee or not? These are important yeah. things to know about people. People get sick. People show up late. People are, get each other's feelings hurt much more. You can hold your breath for two hours in a building, but when we're we're alone or we're off on a trip together in another place. All our buttons get buttons get pushed, and that's where we learn what it means like mm. to transfer our lives. That's what mm. we're you're really investing in others. Mm. So I I think even in 
greater Boston, we have to find ways to ask for more and to give more. We've mm -hmm. got to find more ways of our lives transferring to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we, we missed a crucial part here. We talked about people are saying, hey, what's the vision? These are the five different things they could be asking for. And then we're saying, how did Jesus transfer vision? But outside of the pastoral response, how would you really define vision? So when you're saying, hey, this is the vision of a and &E, I know we talked about something you smell. Mm -hmm. But but what? Give me a little something more to sink our teeth into of of what is a vision? What does it mean to people? Well, for us, um, we're like I said, we have the um, loving God, sharing life, proclaiming Jesus. We have the tagline that we need to share with people. We have this passion for Jesus and His purposes in the the earth. That it's it's about. Intense worship, and it's about uh, a depth of relationship and community, and it's about uh, living our lives out, impacting the world around us. So, so all of these different statements are about what vision looked like, but it's also what's happening in our churches. It is about uh, diving in deep with relationships with others. Mm -hmm. So if you're new in town, don't spend a lot of time on the edge. Uh, invite yourself over to dinner at somebody's house. Mm -hmm. I did that just last night. I said, I want to come over for dinner. Can I bring something? I'm, I want to spend some time with you. I've done it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, of course, it can happen more naturally on the other side of things. Join us. Come be with us. Mm -hmm. Come get, get coffee with people. Um, and... Uh, Join a life group. So again, this is this is the time. We're in people's homes. You're in their space. You're going to learn so much more about them mm -hmm. by looking at how they shape the, uh, their their artwork, the music they listen to, the things they eat. We're going into deeper relationship. We're not just meeting in this building out somewhere. It 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 looks like traveling together. I mean, many many times, especially with the young adults. But even families, like, let's go on a vacation together. We do camps together. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> and we take mission trips together. Mm -hmm. So the vision is transferred through these things mm -hmm. of what is happening in each one of our churches. And it's, it's, a, it's a vision of Jesus in his word, in how we are, what we see, the depth that we can understand him and how we're trying to live this out here in Boston. It's not, it's not mysterious. It's not something that's like, oh my gosh, I can never imagine what in the world that would be like. But it, it, it is what we're doing right now. So, so vision is, is something really people are actually living out. It's, it's how you're living your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a, a, it's what we see Vision is, is, is uh, us trying to give people a picture through our words, through illustrations, through walking with us individually and corporately of who Jesus is and what his plan is for our life. Mm -hmm. And we need that from Jesus directly and, <laughs> yeah. and through community as well. Yeah. Ultimately, vision for me is something that you live and die for. Mm -hmm. Life is short. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I am looking 
for meaning. That's a part of my personality and kind of what motivates me. So you uh, need something out of intimacy with God and purpose that you can get from the church, from our, our followers of Jesus that are walking together that will make it much harder to knock you off, of course, of God's purpose and plans for your life. Mm-hmm. That is good. And so we all need this as individuals, and those that we lead need this too. And, and when I'm saying leading, I think probably a lot of our leaders and lay leaders are hopefully listening to this, but also the moms out there, the young adults are like, hey, I'm not a life group leader, but you've got coworkers mm-hmm. or people that you're, you're meeting with. When people are coming to you asking, what are we all about? We've got questions to figure out uh, what are those needs that, mm-hmm. that they're giving us clues about. And so we can dig into this, but ultimately they, they need this to, they need this vision of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, directly through his word mm-hmm. and through community and they need to be living that need to be, we need to be providing it to them and we need mm-hmm. to be transferring it to them mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So extend yourself again. What is it today that you can do that can Share vision with someone else. Give an inspiration to someone else that can uh, and dig deep. Find it. Lord, speak to me. Mm-hmm. Woo, I love a good take-home action point. There's your <laughs> obedience point for today, everybody. Go ask Jesus for a little vision and then go give it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Nikki.